Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with GotYour6Coffee.com where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused the necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country. Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at gotyoursixcoffee.com. Also from Penguin Random House is a book I had the honor of writing the foreword for called Warrior's Book of Virtues, a field manual for living your best life. Combat veterans Nick Bennis, Matt Bloom, and Buzz Bryan share how lessons they learned during their service can help empower you into a life of deep and lasting virtue, no matter the obstacles you face. Available now at the links below. Welcome to this episode of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I spoke with Daniel Linares, who knows the value of going above and beyond for his clients. Daniel is a curator of luxury events, providing unforgettable experiences for the most discerning clientele. Based in New York City, he travels the world experiencing cultures on a grassroots level, which helps Daniel develop a multifaceted design perspective and creative vision for the events he creates. A graduate of the Frank Sinatra School of Performing Arts, Daniel goes beyond simply entertaining his guests. He engages them with his background in marketing, branding, technology, and music, forming a relationship with his client until he understands how to tailor their event to each client's unique values, interests, and perspective. When we face adversity in our lives, the good memories we carry within us help us move forward, let go, and persevere through difficulty. I look forward to sharing Daniel's journey with Get Up Nation to learn how he creates events that inspire people with how good life can be when we pay attention to the littlest of details. Thank you, Sharon Falk, for connecting me with Daniel. And Daniel, welcome to Get Up Nation. Get Up Nation. I'm excited to be here, Ben. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know you're very busy. It's going to be a pleasure for me to share with this audience the service that you provide people. It was great to connect with you recently and to hear about how you speak about the level of service you provide to your clients. First off, will you share a description of your company and the market you're interested in serving? Absolutely. So I have two companies. First one is DLE Event Group. We are a wedding entertainment brand that specializes in wedding entertainment. We're based in New York City. 
And uh, I'm just lucky. Something that started off as a hobby is now a full-time successful business. Uh, now, my other business is I've built a coaching company where I help wedding professionals, uh, DJs, really anybody in the wedding industry, and also those in a service industry. I help them position themselves as elite in their market so that they could earn multiple six figures, quit their nine to five, and become an in-demand premium price professional in their market. So there's the coaching and then there's the couple side. And I decided very recently that why not teach stuff that I've figured out for my business so that other people can thrive in theirs. And that's where we are today. Will you share some of your background and what you've experienced in your life which led you to where you are now? What created the heart and mind that you have that desires to give people events they will always cherish and reminds them of just how great life can be? Yeah, you know, early on, I was just a DJ, right? People would pay me by the hour, and I would show up and play music, and they would like it, and I was just like the hourly guy. And it didn't really start with weddings in the beginning. It started with all these types of smaller events like birthdays and school events and, and things like that. But I started to shift and say, well, I, I really love the event side of this, but is there a way that I can legitimize this into being like a full-time successful brand? And I started to shift and say, all right, how can I be less of a commodity, which you know, no offense, but the DJs that are just making below average or average rates and only charging by the hour, they're not probably making money that they could if they just changed some branding around. And, you know, it got to the point where my DJ business, I started to think about it differently. I started to say, all right, how can I brand myself and position my company in a way that people are willing to pay more and they connect with me more and they don't just buy what I do, but they buy why I do it. And I just started to really teach myself marketing. I actually did a ton of marketing consulting in a separate company that I started. And I started to understand that branding and marketing and positioning, all of the pieces to the pie is what really helps elevate a company to a level that people can take very, very seriously. I've had customers that come in and they'll say, you have the nicest website. That's why I'm here. It's it's really humbling to say, wow, you know, all the effort that I put in to caring on how my brand is represented allows people to take me more serious. Right. And over the years, I've raised my prices and people are gladly paying them. Hmm. And that's another thing. It's like some people think that they're only worth X amount and they charge that amount. They charge that amount for five years, 10 years. Maybe they'll raise it a couple bucks here and there. But you're only able to earn as much as you tell yourself in your mind. Hmm. And that's another thing. It's like I started really pushing my mindset and saying, why do you think you're only worth 1000 or $1,500 an event? And then I just said, okay, let me raise the prices. And now I'm charging three, four, five times that on an average for clients, and people are paying it. So I, I really started to understand, like, wow, it's, it's so much with perceived value and the value you can give to your clients. And the big shift for me was, was going more customer experience and less customer service. There's a quote on your website, and it reads, the best gift you can give is the experience of a lifetime. So how rewarding is it for you to create moments like this for others where you pay close attention to them, you pay attention to the littlest of details, and then you create events that reflect their personality, you help them express themselves and share who they are with their family, their friends, their coworkers, or their community, and then you get to see that happen 
as you create it, you get to see that unfold right in front of you and you get to see people having these profound interactions. It's so much more than the music, but the music is part of it. There's a story behind everybody's favorite song is also a quote that's on there. You're not just playing music for somebody, you're not just entertaining them, but you're engaging them, you're going into their world, and you're creating positive experiences for them. Absolutely. People trust us with facilitating one of their biggest moments of their entire life. Uh, and that's really cool. You know, we're in New York, and another fun challenge for us is it's so culturally diverse that a couple that we'll play for on a Friday will be so different culturally on a Saturday, which will be so different culturally on a Sunday. But it's something that I just was born into. I'm from Queens, New York, probably the most diverse place in the entire world. More cultures and languages in Queens than I think anywhere. So I'm just used to the, the whole cultural thing. And then experience-wise, I'm such a big fan of thinking, what can I do that can go above and beyond for every single client? Right? Our clients hire us and they say, wow, you know, Daniel and his entire team, they're going to do amazing entertainment, amazing music, great sound and lighting. And that's what they think they're hiring us for. We have great reviews, but they think we're just great DJs. On the flip side, we are very much thinking about it the way a high-end hotel may think about it. When a customer comes in, they're not just coming to sleep at the Ritz-Carlton. They're coming to be treated exceptionally. That's something that has been instilled with me as far back as working with Apple. From 2006 to 2009, I worked with Apple Inc. and was a part of their retail market where I was in charge of training and onboarding new employees to the company, also customers that needed education. I started to learn all these different personalities at Apple. I would meet hundreds of people every single day. And I started to understand personalities. And then carrying that over into my business, I said, how can I bring this white glove touch? What's actually funny is Apple's codes of service are based off of what's called everything from their values and all these things. I brought that over into my company. And now I'm always thinking, how can I go above and beyond for my customers? And I'm always having a proactive approach to my codes of service. So what does that mean? Like an example might be, there's a father of the bride who was looking to put a plate down. Really random story. He was looking to put a plate down, like the dining room was in the next room over and he was in the main room where we were and he was looking to put it down and, and there was nowhere to put it. So I walked over to him, I said, you know, I, I could take that plate for you, sir. He's like, oh, thank you so much. I then walk away and I said, all right, I'll just like bring it into the kitchen. And I walk over to the kitchen, I hand it to a server and he, he notices that I'm not a server. So he walks over to me, mind you, this is the father of the bride. He walks over to me and he says, hey, you're, you're not one of the servers. You're the master of ceremonies tonight. Why did you take my plate? I said, you're the father of the bride, sir. I'd be happy to help you out. And he was just stunned in, in positive excitement that I had the nerve, the positive nerve to take his plate for him. And he was so thankful. He gave me like a little hug and, and then that was that. A few days later, the bride sends me an email raving about everything, but one thing in particular where she said, Dad, I knew that hiring you was going to be the right choice, but my dad told me that you walked up to him when he was trying to figure out how to put a plate down, as funny as that sounds, and you took his plate from him. It speaks volumes of the kind of character that you are, hmm. and I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. So, you know, Ben, it's the little gestures right. that people notice that is outside of your job responsibility 
that will make people remember you forever. Right. And what I would implore people who are listening to do is, is to think about what can you do to make your customers exceptionally just in awe? How can you bring them to a level of satisfaction that they never expected from you? And that's what I try to do every single day with my customers. I love that. It's the attention to detail. It's the emotional intelligence. It's recognizing the big picture as well as the details all at the same time. It's saying this is not just a man who's just wanting to put something down and move on in his day. This is one of the biggest days of his life. And the little demonstration of that speaks to the understanding of the overall picture of what's happening. You help them share these moments so that they can stay focused on the emotion of what's happening. It seems like a small gesture, but like you said, it echoes throughout uh, their memory, but you're there to help them have their dream come true, help them to have that moment where they will always remember it. It's really huge. And if you don't mind, I have one more story that I think is another example of just the importance of of just going above and beyond. Right. Uh, we did this wedding, this really sweet couple, uh, right in the middle of New York City. They were uh, an older couple in their 60s, maybe 70s, and they had this exceptional wedding, and then at the end of the reception, we're all breaking down. The groom comes back. His bride was upstairs. They have actually hotel rooms and penthouses upstairs. It says, my bride forgot to eat. She had so much fun, she forgot to eat. So she's talking to the maitre d', the, uh, the manager in charge at the space, and, and he says, hey, do you have any food that I could bring upstairs to my bride? And they said, oh, Tom, I'm, I'm so sorry. We, we actually don't have any food left. And I'm overhearing this from across the room. Like, whoa, hold on a second. They just got married at your venue, and you're telling me that you can't get something for them? And that person just didn't have the right mindset. They, they were never told, hey, whatever you have to do to satisfy your customers, do it. So the groom was about to walk away. And I said, hey, Tom, I just overheard your bride's hungry upstairs. He's like, yeah. I said, can I go get you some food? And he looked at me like, uh, oh, wow, Daniel. Yeah, that would be amazing. I was like, does she like sushi? He said, she loves sushi. I said, how about I get you some sushi and I'll, and I'll try to be back in about a half hour. He said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. We're in room 701, whatever it was. So I kind of spoke without checking if a sushi restaurant would be open at 11.30 p.m. But I said, it's New York City, there's got to be a sushi place open. <laughs> so I jump on Yelp, I search sushi, I select the filter, open now. I call the place up, I order like four rolls, and I start running there. I didn't wait for an Uber, I ran there. Because it was two blocks north, two blocks east. Hmm. And I literally pull out my camera and I start documenting myself because I'm like, of course I'd be running and I have to just make record of this because this is, this is bananas that I'm even doing this. But it's because I want my customers to be blown away. They already were raving fans. And let me pause this story. They already had the most amazing, amazing wedding. And, you know, even the bride in the middle of the wedding, she pulled me into the side and she said, Daniel, I have to tell you, I just knew from the beginning that we were not going to have to worry about a thing with you. And everything is exceptional. Because she went on to tell me that the florist had some issues, that they were contacting her the morning of, and all kinds of little vendors that were giving her these unnecessary day of details. Mm. So they were already happy. So if Tom walked away and I didn't say anything and, or help him to offer food, I was still A-plus in their mind, right? But I decided, you know what, these are my customers, and I still have the potential 
to impact them again. Let me go and do this. So I run, get the sushi, I call an Uber, a car brings me back. And about, I don't know, 35 minutes later, I knock on their door, I deliver them their sushi. And they're completely blown away. And they said, oh, you know what? We don't even have cash. We'd love to just give you the money for everything. I said, guys, it's not about the money. I just want you to enjoy the rest of your night. And thank you for everything. And I just left. And they were like so uh, emotional in all the, all the good kind of ways. And it's those moments, Ben, for me, that makes not just my business so exciting to be working for, but that just makes life exciting. Right. When I can do things that make people say, wow, you know, we've, I've sent some of my guys in the middle of a wedding because the groom didn't have his whiskey. They said they were going to have his whiskey. They didn't have his whiskey. And they were like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. I said, I'm going to send one of my guys to go get you whiskey. So it's all these little things that I implore people to start thinking about. The proactive way of thinking on how you can dramatically impact your customer. I love it. On your website, daniellenares.com, it reads, whether you're hosting an intimate wedding for 50, a lavish celebration for 500, a corporate gala, no two events should be the same. Rather than implementing a carbon copy approach, every facet of your event, including lighting design, reception layout, and overall ambiance, should be a complete reflection of your personality and style. From start to finish, the team at DLE Event Group will work with you to make sure each detail of your special day is customized to perfection. Let DLE set the stage for an unforgettable celebration that you and your guests will want to relive time and time again. For those who want to create an event for themselves or for their business that will truly be something special, what will the process be when working with you? We're so big on becoming friends with our customers. And I think that's probably a surprising thing to start off with. But I think it's so important for us to not just be hired by a couple and for us to just show up and play great music. Danny Meyer, the great restaurateur and founder of Shake Shack, he said something that I just absolutely love. And he says, if you think of a business like a 100-yard football field, the first 49 yards are your product or service. So anybody can have equipment, anybody can DJ, anybody can host an event, anybody can play good, decent, okay music, great music. But then Danny Meyer believes the big differentiator that separates the greats from the ones that are not really remembered are the other 51 yards, which he puts in the category of the customer journey. So if you can really exceptionally focus on that customer journey, that's what's going to really make you soar. He says that McDonald's had the ability to scale their systems. So the, the burger that you'll have in Japan is the same one you'll have in New York is the same one you'll have in Europe. What Danny believed is, what if we can scale how we make people feel? And that's why Shake Shack has been so successful so quickly. Sure, they make great food, but people feel a little extra spark of care when they're in Shake Shack. And that resonates so deeply with me because I put so much time and effort into working with people that I, you know, I'm giving hugs to on the day of. Like, I'm not just shaking their hand and saying, hey, it's good to see you. A lot of times I'm giving hugs to my customers because we've built such a friendship during the entire planning phase. You know, we're very thorough. We're very detail-driven. 
on all the specifics. We want to know what they want, what they don't want. So they're going into their wedding reception. We're not guessing what they want to experience. Right. We know all the details that they want. They already feel like we've won before the wedding even starts mm -hmm. because we, we, we put, spend so much time in the planning and details. So, you know, our, our customers, they're just blown away by when we deliver because we put so much care into all the specifics. And as you create these events for people and then you watch them unfold in front of you, what has it taught you about what people long for in their lives? What invigorates them? What inspires them? What creates that deep satisfaction within them? What have you noticed? Let's envision something. If a bride and groom or a couple's on a dance floor and all their friends and family are around them, they're all having fun, their parents, their grandparents, their siblings, their friends from childhood, friends from college, just everybody around them. That's the moment that they long for. They want that moment. That's what they've dreamed of. Everybody having fun. All the people that they care about so much are just around them, supporting them, celebrating their love. The biggest win is when not only the couple's having fun, but couples hire us to entertain not just them, but their guests. See, a couple's had success when not only they've had fun, but all of their guests have fun. So that's the ultimate win for me. When we know that we've done proper planning with the couple up front, and then the day of, we're exceeding their expectations. It doesn't get any better than that for me. You know, we focus on adversity here and people who overcome adversity, and it seems like you do the groundwork ahead of time. You build that rapport. You build that understanding of who these people are so that you're effective in serving them. So you don't have to think twice when something comes down the line that wasn't expected. I mean, life always throws challenges at us. But it seems like preparation is one thing that really helps you be resilient and persevere through challenges that come up during these complex events. I mean, I can't imagine the things that pop up when you're serving 500 people. If you'd want to comment on that, is it that preparation and that care that you've shown beforehand that keeps you resilient and your team resilient throughout that process? Uh, it's definitely a lot of it's preparation because we do have a lot of little details that we speak about. But then it's also just being present and using common sense. It sounds so obvious, but I think uh, you know a big part of what separates somebody like, like me or, or anybody that's a part of my team you know, we've been doing weddings, and that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. So we've seen so many different scenarios roll out. And, and I think just having the emotional intelligence to make the right decision in the moment right. is, you know, that's what people trust us for. That's why people pay us top dollar to host a wedding. Not because we're good at music, but because we have their best interests at heart, and we're making the right decisions for our customers in the moment. There are plenty of things that happen the day of that, that don't go to plan. And we just have to handle it with grace. The bride's supposed to be in her seat because we're about to do toasts, but she's out taking photos and we need to improvise or whatever the detail is. By the time the wedding comes, our customers trust us because we're friends. And I think that's what so many people in the service business fail to do. They fail to try to become friends with their customers. It sounds so so obvious, but if you try to keep it too, yes, sir, thank you very much, sir, they might say, okay, they have the details, but I don't know if I trust this person. Right. But if you treat them like a friend, it goes so much further. When you develop this deep understanding of who the people are that you're serving, 
How does that lead to an increased effectiveness in how you serve them when those little windows open up in your mind, knowing there's something special you can do at that moment that will be impactful for them? How much fun do you have doing that? It sounds fun. Oh, man. It is so gratifying. It is so gratifying. And I'm, I'm trying to see if I can give you an example of just these moments. I mean, I, I know I gave you a few of them. I'd love to share a story with you that inspired me to have the mindset that I have. Several years ago, probably six, seven years ago, there was an event that I did, and this was very early on. I got a really, really nice suit that I worked hard for, saved for. I got it from Hugo Boss. And Hugo Boss, we know it as this really nice high-end men's brand. And I ripped my pants like three months into having this suit. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. So I called him up and I, you know, I tell him the story and he said, Hey, you know, come by, let's see what we can do. I, you know, cause I was going to go in and say, all right, what if I, I could just pay for the pants separately because the suits, they sell them as a pair. So I said, okay, I have another wedding this weekend. After that wedding, I'm going to go there on like a Monday. So I go have, have this great wedding. I wear a different pair of pants <laughs> and I come back home and I lose my jacket. I said, where did I leave the jacket? I don't know what happened. And I'm so disappointed. I spent a lot of money on this suit and they tell me to come in because I've ripped my pants, but now I have a ripped pair of pants and no jacket. So I go inside the store, it's a store in, in New York. And I said, you won't believe what happened. And I explained it to them. They said, oh wow, okay, you know, let me see what I can do. I'll, I'll be right back. So they go and he goes into the back office and he comes back and he said, we're going to take care of you. I said, what do you mean? Are you going to give me a discount or, you know, how's this going to work? Oh, no, we're going to take care of you. And we're going to give you a new suit. I said, but how much? Oh, no, we're going to just give you a new suit. We know how big of a purchase this was for you. We're just going to take care of you. And I just didn't understand. <laughs> this was early on. This is when I didn't understand the customer experience side. They said, well, we're going to take care of you. We want you to be happy and let's go get you fitted in the back. I was jaw dropped. Jaw dropped. Here I was, so disappointed, walking in, and not even close to the outcome that I was expecting. And that's what I always try to do for every customer, because because what the outcome my customers have is, hey, I hope Dan plays great music, and I hope he doesn't mess anything up on the microphone. But they're never thinking of, whoa, he just sent one of his team members to go get four bottles of whiskey, not because I asked him to. And not because I even gave him money, but just because he's, he's going to do it because he cares and because he wants to make an impact. That's now what drives me as a person. And we've shared a ton of business stories, but on a personal level, I try to do that for people. I want to hold the door for eight seconds for somebody that I see that's coming just because, because you know, the, the acts of kindness that you do, not in just business, but in your every day is not only going to make you feel like you're living a more fulfilled life, but it's going to open up more doors. People are going to appreciate you. And people may want to go out of their way to do stuff for you in return. That inspires such loyalty. It makes it fun. It makes the whole process fun. It makes it a bigger 
thing than just a transaction. It makes it a relationship. Yeah. It makes it, it makes life more fun. Right. It really does. And it, it creates surprises too. What I've found in situations similar to what you've described is you really enjoy doing things without an expectation of anything in return. It's it feels good. It's a good thing to do. You do it for yeah. somebody. You're not expecting them. You know, you're not doing it in a manipulative way where you're trying to get something from them. You just recognize Nothing. it as a powerful moment that would do some good for a, for this person. And then who knows, five years down the line, they send you something or they, they tell you something or, yeah. or whatever it is. It makes life worth living. It really does. And I'm just so honored to be in a business that has such fulfillment where I can do things. I have the power to, to do things to greatly impact somebody's wedding. That's something really special to me. It just gives me a lot of happiness to be able to be in that position to impact people. And like you said, it's not like I'm looking for a immediate gratification of getting business or getting a tip or any of that, but it has paid in referrals sure. and in, in clients sending me. That's how, that's what I preach. Yeah. And that's actually what I teach. Like as a coach, what is separating people who are in the, we'll say in the average price point, who are, who are trying to figure out how to compete and, and do things, do things, do things. And the ones that are really, really doing it at the high level, it's the emotional connection and the care and the curiosity that you put into your customers that is what really separates you from, from the entire competition. Right. People, when they recommend me, they say, oh my God, you should not be thinking about anybody else because, and I'll use the examples that I, I mentioned in this talk, because Daniel ran a, a half a mile yeah. to get me sushi. Because Daniel sent one of his team members to go get my favorite whiskey. Because Daniel went out of his way to go help my dad at, because my dad was a little frustrated because he couldn't put down a plate. Yeah. The littlest gestures is how you just get referrals beyond referrals beyond referrals. Right. And maybe one out of ten of them refer. But it's a numbers game, and it's a kindness game in my heart. I think of that recent Gallup poll that showed that like 70% of Americans hate their job. And in listening to you speak, I would think that your team members really enjoy being part of a business like yours. How does it affect the people on your team as you serve a client to recognize that your team is not just creating entertainment, but you're creating memories that will live on in not only your clients' minds for years to come, but in your staff knowing that what they're doing is enhancing someone's life. As they do it, it enhances theirs. How is that for you as a leader, as you see that in your, your staff, as you, in your team? People talk about job satisfaction, talk about having a sense of fulfillment after you go home that night. Maybe your staff has not met them prior to this, and you got to serve them in a way where they will always remember that, and you will always remember that. I'm lucky that I understand what it takes at this point. What, what I think is sad is so many companies, they don't ever get it. And they make an honest living, but it's maybe unfulfilled or they're figuring out why their business doesn't grow or they go out of business. So many people go out of business. It's because they're not in that customer experience mindset. And my, I'm so lucky that I worked for Apple and that I understand that customer experience is what separates an Apple from a Microsoft or a Dell computer from an Apple computer. My staff, they, they almost think that, that everybody should be doing that. And we're not at every other wedding, but we hear so many horror stories of, oh, you know, the DJ didn't play this song correctly, or 
we wish we went with somebody else or we wish we paid more money or we wish that the DJ cared more. Some people don't even meet their talent until the day of. I'm so against that. Like I mentioned earlier, having that existing connection, that existing trust with a couple is so important. And I think that's how we've been able to maintain such a really, really strong presence online with so many raving customers is because it's important for me to be a tightly knit boutique company that I'm very specific to who I choose to work with. And if it's an event that I'm not doing and one of my team members are doing, it's important for my team members to have a relationship with the customers. At the top, like you were saying, Ben, as a leader, being able to lead with the brand. So, you know, our brand has this type of presence. And having this kind of mindset of the clarity of where I know my company's mindset needs to be. Everybody needs to be thinking of the client in this way. And then having a personal touch of being a gentleman or, or being a lady on my team and, and thinking hospitality focused, thinking at every moment, what can I do to, to step out of my job role to really exceptionally deliver for this customer? care for the customer as if they're family. What can you do to, to go out of your way? And that's what I always implore. And then your presence. You know, are you dressed well? Are you groomed well? Do you smell great? All of those little details, as silly as it sounds, are so important. And then ultimately the event experience of us really showing up, ready to deliver, on time, fired up, prepared, syncing up with the venue, the photographer, the videographer, just really going full circle on all of the details I love and I make sure that everybody on my team is also primed up to that level. So for those who love how you're talking right now, for those who know that you're their guy, where are you taking your business in the next five years? How are you looking for people to contact you, to partner with you? to hire you, support you? What's what's your plan for the next five years? Yeah, so if, if anybody's getting married, my company is DLE Event Group. But honestly, I think there's a lot of people probably listening that might be in business for themselves. They may be in my market or a different market where you are serving customers and you're trying to figure out how to level up. I now am coaching wedding professionals, DJs, and, and people that are service-based businesses. So a lot of the principles that I preach, a lot of the stories that I just shared with you in my business, the same approach applies. I'm a big advocator of the seven areas of my business that if you're focused on all seven, it can dramatically change your business. And that's mindset, brand, personal touch, presence, pricing, event experience, and systems. So really, when, when you think of all seven of those pieces to the wheel, I call it the DJ business success wheel, when you are putting all the right energy into all of those pieces, you are already way ahead of most of the competition. If you look at most websites, most brands, especially in the small business, service-based world, a lot of them are just unprofessional. And if you can get your branding above all of that 90% of unprofessional, you're already a lot of the ways there. And I think a lot of times people's brand is what's holding them back and they don't even know it. They'll say, 
oh, you know, we're getting a lot of hits to our website. We're driving traffic to our website, but not a lot of people are converting. They're not contacting us. And what I do now is I help coach people on how to really analyze your business, discover what really needs to help, because they may be exceptional in the work that they do, but the other pieces around them are what's holding them back. So I coach professionals on how to position themselves as premium. If it's a side hustle and they're trying to move it to, to a full-time job, I help people figure out how they can leave their nine to five and go full-time in their passion and ultimately be somebody that is priced premium. So you're not doing high volume, but you're doing quality over quantity and you're able to really, really, really make very good money in an area that you're passionate about, in a business that you love. So uh, anybody interested in getting some direction, some coaching on how to be exceptional in your niche, reach out. My, you can reach me right at www.daniel.nyc. That's daniel.nyc. That'll redirect you to my, uh, my full name.com, daniellinares.com, L-I-N-A-R-E-S. And what I would say is just lead with gratitude. And that leads perfectly into the final segment of the show. Daniel, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Are you willing to run through these six quick questions with me? Yes. All right. Who are you thankful for today? I am thankful for my family, for my girlfriend. I'm thankful for Sharon for getting me in touch with Ben Biddick. I'm thankful for my customers. I'm thankful for the finest, uh, the simplest things in life. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for today, what are you thankful for today? I am thankful for, for good health. I'm thankful for the people around me that have uh, good health. Uh, I'm just thankful for the relationships in my life. My, my amazing grandmother who's in her mid-80s, who is the rock of my entire family. If there's a whole segment on adversity, she's the one to, to talk to. <laughs> mm. um, she came from Colombia when she was really young, and uh, you know it's a miracle that I'm even here today doing what I'm doing based on her story. Mm. So thankful for her, the persistence that she had in life, and you know thankful for my my parents, my father who was told he'll never ever become a dentist because his grades were never good enough. And he didn't listen to his guidance counselor. Mm. He said, "He said, oh, I'm going to do it. Trust me. Mm. And he's been a dentist now for 30-some-odd years. Mm. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my grandfather, who's no longer with us, passed away in uh, 99, who had dozens and dozens of business and was trying to figure things out, throwing plenty of stuff on the wall, nothing was sticking. And then stuff finally started to stick. He had a driving school. He had an ice rental. Mm. He had... He would rent little desks in an office. Like, he had every business. And finally, real estate is the one that paid off for him. Mm -hmm. And that allowed my family to be set up uh, to allow me to thrive. And, you know, I think indirectly adversity has kind of been a part of of who I am through the stories of my family. Mm -hmm. And just being in New York City. You know, New York City definitely added an extra layer of Kevlar Mm -hmm. to my mind and, and to my body of knowing that, you know, my family has gone through so much 
to get me to where I am today. And I'm just thankful for all of them. How do you fuel the fire within you? Ooh, I think understanding your mission in life, the clarity of life, your professional life, your personal life. Those people that are unclear on how they're living their day-to-day, their week-to-week, their month-to-month, you've got to define your mission in life. And my mission has been to create an incredible entertainment brand that everybody recommends, that they rave about, that throws amazing events. My mission that runs right with that is I want to teach people what I've done in my business so that they can thrive in their business. So what fuels me is I get immense gratification in teaching, in inspiring, in bringing people from where they might be now, which might be a stuck place, and helping lead them on a pathway to understanding where they need to be, where that real growth is, where that real differentiator is in your unique X factor. And I'm just, I'm fueled by helping educate others. And, you know, those of you that just want some free advice, follow me on Facebook because I just give a ton of value online. I make a ton of Facebook lives, not expecting anything. I'm a firm believer in the give method where you just give, give, give without any expectation. It's just like what I explained in the business side, but it's the same thing in, in my life where I'm just giving value, giving value, giving value. Give to people without expectation and your life will be so fulfilled. And you touched on it briefly before. What is one thing adversity taught you to value? I think I'm just so lucky to be alive in New York City and just the way that my grandmother almost didn't get here, I wouldn't exist. Just the way the stars align in life, it is just absolutely unbelievable. So I'm, I'm just grateful for, for the things that many people take for granted, which is not needing to struggle, having learned things along my journey to inspire and, and to help people level up. I hope that answers it. What are you doing today you may have never thought you could? Ooh, that's a great one. There's something that I've come across rather recently, I would say in the last 12 months, and it's this whole mindset of a horizontal mindset versus vertical mindset. Now, the horizontal mindset is what a lot of us are so used to. Let's think of the corporate ladder. You know, you start as an intern, and then after X amount of months or years, you finally deserve to be hired. And then after you're hired, then you work three years, and then you might qualify for the next position. And then you work a few more years, then you could be a manager. And then 10 years later, you might be able to be a vice president. 20 years later, you might be able to be CEO. Right? That's the mindset that we're given. I say, forget that mindset. As an entrepreneur, when do you think you deserve to write a book? Some people might say, oh, you've got to work 20 years, and then you'll deserve to write a book. Or some people might say, wow, I've just had an amazing last 12 years as an entrepreneur. I'm going to write this book. And the big difference between people that write the book and people that don't is people that believe in themselves. And people that declare themselves ready, even if it feels a little uncomfortable, to be ready. And what a lot of people do is they walk up to the diving board of life and they don't want to jump in because they think it's going to be filled with bricks and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful and it's going to be horrible. And there's all these limiting beliefs on why they shouldn't jump into the pool. And a lot of times you jump in and it's not as bad as you think. And you know what, Ben, the reason why I'm talking to you right now is I have a story. I was at a business 
like a business growth event with a bunch of other coaches. And I was speaking to somebody who said, hey, I, you know, I'm working with somebody at 20. This is a Sharon, Sharon Folk story, woman who got us in touch. Hey, I was working with somebody by the name of Sharon, and she got me some really amazing opportunities in a short amount of time. She's really good at getting people on podcasts and speaking engagements. She's amazing. I was like, wow, you know, one day when I'm ready to do that, I'm going to speak to her. So I spoke to this other coach who's had massive success in his business and told him about it. And then the next day, the three of us are speaking. A woman by the name of Trish Lito and Akbar Sheik. The three of us were having dinner together. And I said, oh, Akbar, Trish was telling me this, 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 and this. Trish says to Akbar, hey, would you like me to give you an introduction to Sharon? Hmm. He was like, yeah, that would be great. And then Trish turns to me and says, Daniel, would you like me to give you an intro to Sharon? And I said, oh, I'm not there yet. Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm not there yet. And then what happened three seconds later, Akbar turns to me and he says, you are there. You're there, brother. It was just a light bulb that went off. This whole vertical mindset of you just have to declare yourself ready, get a little uncomfortable with your mind and your body, and go. And the reason why I'm having this conversation with you right now, Ben, is because of that moment. Hmm. This shift in my mind where I said, yeah, you know what? I do really great work and I could teach this and people would find immensely valuable. And I'd love to share this value on a podcast. I'd love to share this value on a stage. And it was just that shift right there when somebody just said, hey, you are there. And I was like, oh, I am? To, to go back to your question of what am I doing right now that I never thought I'd be doing, is I'm thinking, and how can I move faster by giving myself permission, even though it feels uncomfortable? Go vertical, because what people might think will take five years might take five months. You just have to believe in yourself and go. My final question, what will you do tomorrow that you may have never thought you could? What's really exciting to me is I've moved so fast in, in just the last six months by meeting people, by giving value to those that have giant audiences and I've coached them on how they can provide even more value. I'm already getting invitations to do these really extravagant things like speak at this workshop or go on this stage and all these different things. And 12 months ago, I never thought I'd be doing any of that because my mindset wasn't there. So just by believing in myself, getting partnered up with the right people, things can dramatically change very, very quickly. And what I maybe doing tomorrow that I never thought was possible is providing value, getting on stages, let's say in the wedding industry or getting on stages talking about customer experience because so everybody's in the customer service mindset. They're, they're more reactive. Like how can I just react to my customers that instead of being proactive and I can just see myself providing the, the value that I've grown my company with to, to so many others. And uh, I'm just really, really excited and I'm ready. And I it would implore anybody listening to this to, to believe in yourself. The biggest thing holding you back is yourself. If any of this resonated with you and you're still nervous, reach out to me. There's things that you just need to tell yourself to shoot your mindset. It's been an honor to talk with you today, Daniel. I just love your mindset. I hope you've had a, as good a time as I had here today. How can people... Oh yeah, absolutely. How can people learn more about you and your work? Daniel.nyc. That is my site. I'm going to be adding even more coaching information on there in the coming weeks. 
reach out to me, get in touch through there. I'm on Facebook, Daniel Linares, L-I-N-A-R-E-S. And I would love to help you, no strings attached. I really just want to give people value to help them level up. And Ben, thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, man. Many good things to come. Get up, nation. How does your own life become spectacular as you create a spectacular life for others? How do you revive yourself with the awe of living? How do you create a resilience that refuses to take it all for granted? If the systems in place do not create a thriving existence, then change them. Stop waiting for others to do it. Do it. Do it.